Craig Jonas. Today's guest is the founder and CEO of Copies, an impact-driven holding company that is building a portfolio of carefully selected businesses with measurable social and environmental impact. Copies has been selected to pitch at SuperCrowd 23. He'll share insights about his work and his superpower. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show, where we empower you. Craig, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation. I am so excited to visit with you. I'm excited to be here, Devin. Well, you're doing some amazing things at Copiece. Uh, give us the quick overview. Yeah, Copiece is a uh, impact investing holding company. We help impactful companies grow, and we do it through two ways. We we do it uh, through investing, kind of. Uh, as a miniature Berkshire Hathaway, very miniature right now. Um, but we, uh, so we try to find companies that are doing good things and, and showing a decent return and invest in them. Um, and then we also provide services. I think one of the things that we found is that there's a lot of great ideas out there um, and we wanted to be um, helpful. And instead of us being kind of shy about our no hair, gray hair, we want to be cool with the young people, uh, we kind of decided that we can be helpful. So we, we also provide finance and marketing and some other services for these companies as they grow. It's uh, a great model, great model. I have to tell you, one of the things that really got me excited that, that distinguishes you from others is that you are currently uh, running a WeFunder campaign. Uh, tell us a little bit about your strategy for uh, raising capital on WeFunder. This is kind of exciting and you've done it before. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Well, first of all, I appreciate the the nod because it's it's still a relatively new way to raise money. And for, for Co-Peace, um, it's important for us, for our mission, as we try to create inclusive, socially impactful wealth for for more people. So many, the, you know, the, the gap is just widening the, in, in our, our wealth and, uh, so many people don't have opportunity to grow their wealth through equity. So we love the fact that equity crowdfunding is is real. And, and we like WeFunder because like Copies, they're a public benefit corporation and a B Corp. Um, it's it's not magic. Uh, we, you know, we, I think we first thought that, hey, this is great. We're going to raise five million dollars. We'll open up the campaign and everybody will come. Uh, that is not the way it works. Um, so I, I think we've learned a lot um, through our kind of various efforts so far and we are yeah we're just in the in the beginning stages of a, of a new campaign it, it is kind of uh, an exciting model and you hit on mm -hmm. something i think that is important and and worth uh, a bit more discussion but you you talked about what strikes me as perhaps the most important aspect of crowdfunding and that it mm -hmm. it sort of uh, opens up a channel of wealth creation for people who have traditionally been excluded from this Correct. whole channel, right? Private private company investing has not been mm -hmm. open to ordinary yep. investors until uh, the implementation of Reg CF in 2016. How did you decide to make this an important strategic part of your business? Yeah, thank you. The yeah, and honestly, even impact investing, which is intended to you know in, invest in things that are are more inclusive, has not really been inclusive on the opportunity yeah, to be, exactly. be participating. So, so for us, um, it it just was very natural. We we have a couple different um, 
uh, strategic alliances with people and we work with a company out of the Bay Area who uh, recommended we uh, put together a, a CF campaign and also so for you know non-accredited investors and also a uh, accredited campaign kind of side by side for for accredited investors so because um, we are going to need uh, the the money to do the work um, but uh, but we funder uh, is just very natural uh, for for us I mean so so they they've got the tools they've built the systems and they have the outreach there's a lot of education that comes alongside this because I think uh, people who haven't had access to building their wealth through uh, equity investing really haven't had the opportunity to learn about the opportunity to have you know the build your wealth through through equity investing. So so that there's there's a lot of uh, I think the onus is on us and people like us to make sure communities have the knowledge that that require so they can invest you know as little as hundred dollars in in companies that are are growing and uh in showing a return yeah and i love that you've got your minimum set at a hundred dollars uh it's tempting i think uh for mm-hmm. issuers uh using crowdfunding to set minimums above that level because there's a certain administrative cost to having mm-hmm. a, a new shareholder and that cost is there whether that shareholder invests $100 or $10,000 and so mm-hmm. you, you do see even in crowdfunding some a, a lot of campaigns have minimums well above 100 bucks uh, how did you decide uh to keep yeah. yours so low yeah that's that's a very good question and, and our first uh campaign we actually did a, we, we it was a little bit higher it was closer to i think it was like $560 um, we did a, uh, a stock split, so it enabled us to to have some flexibility there. You're right about the the real costs of, of administering, you know, more people on your cap table. I think we have like 425 people now on our cap table, and and we're in a you know a, a platform that that charges us every year to have these people in our cap table. So that that is uh, there's a balance there between making sure it's successful and and weighing the costs but but for us it's just we just wanted more people involved um so we we thought that the benefit of of that outweighed the fact that there's going to be some costs down the road um and then that community can be our champions and they can you know cheer us on and and help spread the word i think it was very interesting because we did kind of a split campaign and we we uh paused it just a little bit and when we brought it back on many people from the first part participated again in the second part and and i i think that's um that's a great um reassurance to to us and uh that uh, we're we're doing the work that we say we're doing yeah um you are also running a concurrent uh fundraising program for accredited investors tell us just a little about that yeah so so i think you know when we started this, we realized, like many people would think, it, it was an idealistic idea. And honestly, I thought that too a little bit. I mean, I was like, okay, this impact investing sounds too good to be true. Can you really invest and get a strong return? And the more we researched, the more we realized that the data is showing that not only is it true, but it has to be true. It, we we argue that uh, you know it's a it's a good business decision to care about the long term future of our world, and we better care because we don't have a lot of time. But so, so for us to do the work, it's, uh, we need the capital. So, so um, for, for us to uh, uh, 
invest in these companies, it's uh, it's helpful for us to have more capital. Um, we've raised about three and a half million so far through a blend of the crowdfunding plus the the accredited round. But our accredited round is on a platform called SVX. And it's relatively new in the United States, but it's an impact-driven accredited uh, campaign for a, for a fi- what's called a Reg D 506C campaign. So, so we're allowed to actually advertise kind of like we can on the CF on WeFunder for this 506C on the SVX platform. So we've, I think we're a little bit unusual, uh, unique out there that we've got these concurrent campaigns. But for us, we want to make sure people can participate in, in various ways to be part of our team. Sure. Um... Let's talk a little bit about uh, the companies, uh, dare I call it your portfolio. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us yeah. about the companies you hold. Yeah, so we we have eight eight holdings right now. We have uh, five strategic holdings and uh, three wholly owned subsidiaries. Um, in our, a little bit in the weeds, but in our, as, an, as a holding company, we have a little bit of a, uh, asset allocation that is dictated by the SEC. So like Berkshire Hathaway, 40% of our assets can be deployed in companies that are, are not majority holders. Um, and 60% or more have to be in companies that we have 50% or more voting shares, not necessarily uh, 50% equity. But, but so that, that kind of um, dictates where our, where our money goes. And we're, when we're in compliance right now, but we've got a balance of strategic and, and, and subsidiary holdings. Um, I like to point to our our first holding, it, it, we've got a little bit of a sports background, um, several connections in, in the NBA. And through our NBA connections, we were led to a company called Uncharted Power. Now it's called Uncharted, which is uh, run by a, a black woman out of New York who is, you know, a genius and spectacular. Um, and she's bringing um, uh, smart city infrastructure to communities that don't have access to the grid. So bringing, bringing, uh, you know, internet to communities that haven't had the internet and, and things like that and kind of figuring out the, the infrastructure behind that. Um, I like that that investment for us because it came to us through our NBA connections. It is a, we're trying to find things that are socially and environmentally impactful. And we like this one because it fits, it hits both. Uh, this one is is looking very healthy with the with their uh, financial return. So kind of a win-win-win. Um, we've Early on, we were, it was a little bit easier for us to evaluate the environmental side and find the return there and the impact. Uh, pleasantly, our last two investments have been more on the social side. Um, and so we've got, now we've got a kind of a, a nice blend. We've got a, a national uh, TV show actually coming out on, on, uh, on some diversity, equity, inclusion programming that uh, as, is exciting, but we can't quite talk about that yet. But we, you'll know soon <laughs> after the, the superpowers gets going. That that'll be something we can talk about. Uh, that's great. That's great. Well, this is exciting stuff, uh, and I, I am genuinely impressed by what you're doing and excited to see you succeed. Um, what do you see as your superpower? Uh, yeah, thank you. I, when you I, when you asked me that, I was thinking, and I you know I used to be I've had a strange zigzag life uh and and i played uh college basketball and then i really didn't know what i was going to do when i grew up so i became a uh college basketball coach and i i was a very young head college basketball coach and i went to the national tournament and thought i was going to be uh the next uh, roy williams um and and i and i 
I went back and got my PhD thinking I'd still be a coach. And then I got this entrepreneur bug and helped start companies and, and, and things. So we, we were, I was part of the team that invented the virtual yellow line and in American football and everything. But I think my superpower is um, the ability to lead and motivate uh, teams. I, I, I think that the ability to coach kind of translated into business. And I think that there's a lot of sim similarities between, you know, the effort required as a as a startup versus the effort required as a team to succeed. Um, so, so as I look at my superpower, I think it is the ability to to lead in, a, in an authentic way um, that uh, that people can believe in and get behind. As you think about that, and and that is a powerful superpower. As you as you think about that ability to lead in an authentic way. Can you think of an example where you had an outcome you're excited about uh, that you can tether back to directly to that leadership ability? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a very good question. I mean, I, um, several things that we've done uh, have been, you know, deemed impossible. I mean, the, the, uh, the, when we created the, the, glowing blue puck in hockey, for example, uh, nobody thought that technology would be possible. I mean, it, it was a very difficult challenge. And, and so our engineering team and the rest of our group was able to generate this technology for broadcast uh, television. And then that became the virtual yellow line and some other things that were, were that happened. Um, in on the Kopi side, I, mostly it's um, the ability to bring our young people in to survive in advance. I mean, we've had to be creative. I mean, that's that's part of the part of the journey. Um, things ebb and flow a little bit. Uh, we have, um, but we've got we've got a young team that believes in in what we're doing. And I think you know every day I'm I'm so impressed by the the our the youth and the compassion and the care that these young people have for the future of our world. There's there's a lot of pressure that comes along with that, which is very, that's a big weight. You know, I think the, that uh, uh, so many of the young people think that they've got to fix this now. And it, that, that makes it really hard. So, I mean, it, there's been, you know, we've dealt with, um, as everybody is with, uh, you know, some mental health issues and things like that. So for us to be able to come through that as well and be on, on the same team kind of uh, cheering forward is, is, is one of the challenges of our time. Um, and I think that's, um, you know, kind of the daily um, motivation for our team to continue to succeed and be the company we deserve to be is, uh, is, 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 a, is a tether of today. Yeah, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Um, of course, really the underlying theme of our show is leadership for change makers. And mm. of course, you're talking about a superpower that is that at, at, at you know, the at kind of the prototypical uh, superpower for leadership for change makers. Uh, mm -hmm. So can you give us some pointers, some tips for how to develop that ability to be an authentic, genuine leader uh, as a change maker? Uh, that, that is a great question. 
I, I think the, I mean, to truly, to truly care. I mean, I, I mean, I know that, you know, empathy is something that, um, you know, a lot of business people don't talk about. Um, but, uh, and, and, and that the pointers toward that is not, it's not that easy to say, Hey, do this, this, and this, and then you care. So, so I think it's just the, the taking the time to really understand yourself, your team, your ecosystem, and how they are interrelated and how they affect one another. Um, and then, and maybe, maybe and this is like physician heal thyself, but maybe taking the time to, to reflect on your, what you're doing every day. Since when you're in the throes of uh, a, a early stage company, it's, it's challenging to take that time. So, so um, uh, I, I think the, some, <laughs> those aren't exactly pointers, but to be able to take the time to, to care is what I think is important. How do we get there? Yeah. I still need to kind of think about the, the best, yeah. uh, the best uh, strategies, but. But I, I think you make a great point, right? This idea of caring, of developing empathy uh, mm -hmm. is an essential aspect of being able to lead uh, with authenticity uh, mm -hmm. as for, you know, for change makers. So that's brilliant. I really appreciate you sharing that idea. Well, listen, uh, Craig, I'm just thrilled to have you on the show. Grateful that you take the time. Before we wrap up, would you take a minute and just tell people, um, I want to be really specifically clear, tell people mm -hmm. how they can find your WeFunder offering, how they can mm -hmm. find your SVX offering, uh, mm -hmm. how they can follow you on social media, how they can get in touch with you personally if you're if that's allowed. Uh, mm -hmm. But but share all of that information. We'll give you all the time you need. Thank you very much, Devin. Well, you can you can get to most of it through copiece.com. So so inside of there, you can register for either the uh, uh, WeFunder or the SVX, SVX campaign. You can go to WeFunder and search copiece or go or forward slash copiece, and you'll find the uh, our campaign. We raised a, a little over six hundred and. 30,000, maybe a little bit more than that, uh, last time and that, that we're going to continue to grow. Um, on the SVX, you can go to invest.svxus.org uh, and, and find us. Um, and then social media, uh, a lot of it's in on the co-piece toward the bottom of the page. You can kind of click on on there and and you can find me, Craig Jonas, out there uh, on, on all their platforms. I'm not as active, but I'm, I'm there. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Craig, thank you very, very much for taking the time to be with us today. We're excited about what you're doing. We want to see you succeed. You're obviously doing the right things for the right reasons, for the right people. And we want to, we want you to prosper so that you can have uh, the impact you're trying to have. So uh, we wish you every success. Thank you so much, Devin. I, uh, it's an honor to be with you and I uh, appreciate the opportunity. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. Twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good, as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. 
Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit DevonThorpe.com. Then, let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.